Hello, Monetization Nation. Kelly Roach is an expert at successfully launching new products. She is the creator of the Live Launch Method and the best-selling author of the book, Unstoppable. Kelly is the host of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. In today's episode, Kelly will talk to us about her strategy to run a successful live launch. Tectonic shifts are constantly transforming the earth and business, causing destruction and huge growth opportunities. I'm Nathan William, the host of Monetization Nation, where we learn how to leverage business tectonic shifts to transform monetization. Kelly is a business strategist who transforms overworked entrepreneurs into seven-figure CEOs by teaching them how to leverage timeless business principles employed by billion-dollar corporations with the speed and agility of the most powerful online marketing strategies today. Prior to starting her own company, Kelly spent years in corporate America, rising through the ranks of a Fortune 500 company to become the youngest sales VP in the company. During her time in corporate, Kelly led a team of over 100 to record-breaking sales, even during the economic downturn of 2008 to 2010. Kelly's current multi-million dollar company, The Unstoppable Entrepreneur, is the fastest growing coaching program on the market um, and the first of its kind. Her accountability-driven approach has been responsible for hundreds of clients finding financial freedom through entrepreneurship. Kelly is also the creator of the Live Launch Method, a simplicity meets strategy approach to making millions online through launches that consistently generate six-figure results. Kelly's not only a best-selling author, but is also an ongoing expert on ABC, NBC, Fox, and the CW. She's been featured in some of the world's leading publications, including Inc. and Forbes, and is the host of the top 10 marketing podcast, uh, The Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. She's also the author of the book, Unstoppable, which we're going to dive into today and, and explore. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. We are excited to have you with us, Kelly. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here and thank you for the introduction. My gosh, that was a mouthful. Hey, uh, thank you. It's, it's hard so, when you've done so many amazing things. Thank you, thank you. All right, so let's start off. Um, could you share with us uh, something that you are super passionate about? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm super passionate about. I think the first thing that I'm passionate about is really smoothing and lightening the load and, and making simpler the path for entrepreneurs to achieve financial freedom. You know, I believe entrepreneurship is a huge part of our economy, of innovation, of bringing forth the next generation of how the world is gonna evolve in a positive way. And one of my big goals in, in my life and what my legacy hopefully will be is that so many entrepreneurs that wouldn't have otherwise had that level of success or achieved that financial freedom are able to because of the business education that I provide. So that's, that's one of the passions of my life for sure. Thank you for sharing. Uh, can you share with us your journey to become such a successful entrepreneur? 
Yeah, definitely. Well, I would say it really started back in college because when I got to college, you know, I was working three jobs, sometimes four. Uh, I was a waitress. I was teaching aerobics. I was babysitting. I was a cocktail server at the restaurant. I was an NFL cheerleader. I was doing all these different jobs uh, to support myself in school. I really didn't want to be in a lot of debt coming out of school, kind of on my own financially, right? And that is where, where I really learned that you know, the, the amount of work that you put into something and, and having a strategy around how you do it really pays off. And it's so funny how little things in life can be such a trigger point. For me, I was a cocktail waitress in a bar. So, you know, what I learned really, really quickly was, uh, you know, you, you're going to be stuck there from about 8 p.m. to 2 in the morning serving drinks. Okay, so you can either hustle the entire time and you can serve as many people as you can, as fast as you can. You can leave, you know, for the night with 250 or $350 in tips, or you can leave, you know, at the end of the night with 50 bucks in tips. And I learned really quickly that, you know, you decide the value of your time. You decide what you're going to extract from any opportunity in life. And so when I graduated from college, I joined a Fortune 500 firm because I wanted the opportunity to be in a large company where I could learn business, where there was a lot of upward mobility, where I knew I could kind of really demonstrate my work ethic, my contributions, and grow my income, take advantage of opportunities. And I was the first one in, I was the last one out every single day. And that's how I got promoted seven times in eight years. So again, what I learned was, you know, contribution in, value out right? And that it doesn't necessarily come down to time. And we have this perception sometimes that things have to take a really long time. I ended up managing people my parents' age who had been in the industry for 20, 25 years as a 23-year-old kid. And it was because I was doing the work. I was showing up. I was commanding that respect because of the contribution and results that I was making. So fast forward, you know, I did my time in, in corporate I learned a ton. It was like the school of hard knocks for business, but I got to a point where I was like, okay, I want to own my own life. I want to be in charge of my destiny. I want to have a family. I want to, you know, be charting my own course. And that's when I decided to really step out and start serving small business owners. And I specifically wanted to serve small business owners because I wanted to, there to be a direct correlation between the work that I was doing and changing people's lives. And I knew that if I took everything that I had learned as a business person during my years of that corporate climb and taught that to small business owners who many times have a huge passion, they have something that they really, really love, they have something they're really, really good at, but they don't necessarily have that business background behind them, that's why 85 to 90% of businesses still fail, right? It's not a lack of energy or effort, but it is a lack of understanding of business fundamentals, right? Yep. Along with some other elements, but yes, that is one of the big reasons. Okay. Keep going on your journey. So tell me about when you left and started your own thing. I started my business on the side. I was managing a team of a hundred people. I had a, an executive job as a senior vice president. And, you know, I had really worked hard for almost a decade at that point to create financial security, financial freedom. I didn't have a fallback plan. I didn't have a safety net. And so when I started my business, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to just throw it all away. I'm going to get this thing going on the side and show myself that I can Smart. 
grow my income in my business to be more than what I'm making in my executive job. And that's exactly what I did. So for several years, I would do my calls on my lunch break. I would do my content before work in the morning and I would serve my clients at night. And I started off just doing one-to-one coaching and, you know, serving small business owners that way. And then fast forward to today, seven years later, um, you know, we're a $15 million and growing company. I have 50 full-time employees. We serve clients in 15 countries around the world. And the Unstoppable Entrepreneur is one of four businesses that I own. I have three other companies that I run with partners of mine where they're the day-to-day operating president and I'm kind of the behind the scenes vision strategy, you know, direction. Um, And it also has enabled me to do the work that's really important to me from a philanthropic, you know, side of things as well, which is, you know, how we were able to start the Human Family Foundation in 2019. Well, congratulations on the success you've had. What is the biggest or best home run that you've hit so far in your career? Having a great mentor. Yeah. I I had a phenomenal mentor in, in Fortune 500. And I always say he taught me everything I know about business. He was so hard on me. He, he was unbelievable. I mean, he was unbelievable. People actually hated him um, in the company because they thought he was mean. They thought he was too hard, um, you know, but I immediately, immediately could see that if I really listened to what he was saying and paid attention to the value that he was bringing to our relationship, that I could really become something special with business. I knew I had the tenacity and I had the perseverance and I had the work ethic but he had the knowledge and he coached me and he mentored me. And he was my mentor for almost 15 years, even after I was no longer there and he was no longer there. Um, so the biggest home run for me was, was having a great mentor. And that's probably another reason why I like mentoring because I, I want to pay that forward. I, I want yeah. someone to say, I want someone to get on a podcast one day and say, my biggest home run in my career was having Kelly Roach as my mentor. <laughs> I want to, I want to pay that forward and see that other people are having that same great experience that I did. What's the most meaningful piece of advice that your mentor gave to you? Oh gosh. Well, it, you know, so I was, I moved into my first leadership role. I was 21, 22 years old and I started off in sales and I was killing it and I loved it. And I was just doing my own thing. And I was flying, I was flying at the speed of light. And I was like making all this money and, you know, all these things. And he wanted me to move into management. And I'm like, listen, dude, I'm like, I'm killing it over here. You know, I wasn't, I was so impatient at that time. And, and like, just the pace that I was moving at and, you know, the agility and speed you have when you're 21 years old, right? You're like a gazelle. And I was like, this is slowing me down. I don't want to do this. And he said, Kelly, he said, it does not matter in life or in business how much you can do alone. He's like, it doesn't matter if you're the best salesperson in the world. He said, it's never going to scratch the surface of what you can do when you learn to get results through others. I love and it. That has literally pulled through and carried through every thread of my career, every element of my life, how I lead, how I create relationships with people, you know, really understanding that a lot of times it's a slow down to speed up, right? Yeah. Which is very hard sometimes in life. Uh, but that was that was a really meaningful piece of feedback. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. What's the biggest failure or mistake that you've made in your career and what did you learn from it? 
I would say, you know, so, you know, you fail your way to success. Okay. So I, I fail, I failed at every single thing that I've ever done before I won at it. So, you know, I, I had lots of launches where I lost money, uh, lots of webinars where I made no sales. You know, I could go through every element of what's made my business successful. And I could point to a hundred examples of how I failed at that thing before mm-hmm. I actually got results from it. Um, but I would say the biggest mistake that I made actually, if I were to really look back on my journey, I think that, you know, in the beginning, the online world can be so intimidating in terms of, you know, kind of finding your own voice and claiming your stake in the ground and, and really coming forward with your own convictions, even if they're very, very different, you know, from, you know, what the discussion or conversation in the market is. I feel like I've grown so much as a person since I started my business. I I would go back to the younger Kelly and say, like, be bolder, you know, don't feel like you're in competition with others. Like, you know, someone, someone's success doesn't mean that you can achieve that level. Like, you know, some of those perception things that I think in the beginning of entrepreneurship can, can create almost an opportunity for you to play small because you feel a little intimidated, you know? I, I think I would go back and tell my younger self that, you know, and maybe a little more abundance mentality with that. You're Exactly. Yeah. I mean, now if I look at the things I'm doing in my business, almost everything that I do is a collaboration with someone else. So you move from this mindset of thinking that you have competition to a mindset of having collaborative partners. And it's so much more fun that way. (laughs) And that's a chapter of your book that that we're going to talk about here in a minute. Yeah. So, so that, that's a big thing. And I always saw, you know, uh, competitors as, you know, demonstration for abundance, but I think a next level beyond that in that evolution is really the collaboration, right? That's like the next step beyond that. So where we can achieve much more than we could ever achieve on our own. Love it. Exactly. What is your best monetization strategy? So basically when I came into the online space, I did all the same things that pretty much every entrepreneur does. Um, you know, I followed the courses, I did the webinars, I did the, the email sequences and the funnels and, you know, the PLF and, you know, all those things. And it never resonated for me. It just, I, I, there was something lacking in my connection with the audience that I was trying to speak to and, and, and create relationships with. And so I got to a point where after I had had failed launch after failed launch after failed launch, I was like, okay, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? Albert Einstein. So I was like, okay, we're going to try this different. So we got rid of all the automation. We got rid of the landing pages. We got rid of the email sequences. We got rid of everything. And, you know, we have to think back and remember also that most launch strategies that were taught were created before there was live streaming, right? So there's, it was back in the day when emails were all the rage, not where we are today, where it's text messaging and it's live streaming and all of that, right? So the live launch is really centered around this idea of cultivating human connection. And it's really focused on making deposits in the reciprocity bank so that when you extend an invitation to someone to join your paid opportunity, 
they feel like they have received so much from you and they actually have experienced more value from you for free than the last thing that they paid for. So I know you asked for the framework, but I like to talk first about the mindset and the mentality because the mindset and mentality is so polar opposite of the way that things are taught online that, you know, I think it's important to set that up. The framework in and of itself is it's nine days. You teach at the same time every day. You really identify what your IP is. So you identify what is your core methodology that you want to be known for. If you have an international global brand and you want to own a specific element of your space, your industry, a certain way of doing things, what is that methodology? And the live launch is about formalizing and crystallizing that methodology and then breaking it into the four pillars that you believe are the most core essentials to someone having success with this methodology. So you teach days one through four. On the fourth day, you pivot into the invitation. And then days five through nine, you are doing case studies. You are really going deep into exploring what people's experiences and results working with you have been. You're doing all of the things that are comprised of, you know, the the buying triggers that we all know are part of the sales psychology of, of people making an investment. But the difference is it's live. The difference is it's really focused on that reciprocity mindset. You're giving people very specific actions to take each step of the way so that they're gaining momentum and actually generating results with you for free. So that by the time you get into that moment of extending that invitation, the law of action comes into play. And what does the law of action say? It says an object in motion is likely to stay in motion unless something of greater force comes and stops it. Right. So here you have these people, they're taking action, they're getting results. They're so excited about the breakthroughs that they're creating. And now here you are saying, you got this little breakthrough with me for free. Would you like to extend that journey? And people are like, heck yeah. Right. I want more of these results. I, I already saw that you're the real deal. I already see them getting results. Right. So it's not that the framework is rocket science. It's actually the simple, I, I call it the simplest method on the planet for making millions online because it's so dumbed down. It's actually so dumbed down. And I feel that the reason why so many people struggle with a lot of the other launch mechanisms that are taught is that there's so much tech and there's so much complexity. There's so many moving pieces that it's very, very difficult to actually feel the freedom to serve. And I believe entrepreneurship is a calling and I believe it's a calling to be of service to the world. And I believe that when you have all these distractions of technology and funnels and these barriers and all of these moving pieces that you're moving and trying to manage that come between you and the people that you're here to serve, it's very hard to actually be there with them, to actually have an intention of being of service when you're thinking about the broken email link, the this that isn't working, I can't tell you how many webinars I did where the, the thing just glitched out and you lost all the participants, you probably experienced that yourself, wow. right? So that's the framework. It's, it's very, very simple, but there's a lot of psychology to it. There's a lot of mindset and mentality shifts to it. And people feel the energy of that. They, they recognize the energy of that. You know what I mean? Can you share with us um, an example of success that you've seen from someone who effectively used this launch method? 
Oh gosh. I mean, we have so many videos all over social media of people literally, you know, that have added seven figures to their income in a single year doing live launch, people doing six figures, people doing 350,000. I can think of one of my clients that they do land flipping of all things. Like who would have thought, um, you know, they did 350,000 on their first launch. I just had a post to someone who came to us. She had a baby business. I think it was doing like a thousand dollars a month. Uh, she made enough cash in her first year with us doing live launch to buy her dream home that she had been, you know, oh, wow. 10 years and just couldn't, she couldn't get the cash. She couldn't get the money, you know, up enough. So, I mean, the, the case studies blow my mind. And I say to my clients all the time, I hope you guys realize what I had to go through <laughs> to, to get to the point where you can come in and have one launch doing a live launch and do what took us, you know, five years of, of failing to figure out. So it's a pretty cool thing to watch for sure. Thank you so much for sharing. What do you believe is the greatest tectonic shift that the, that's transforming the business landscape today? Well, I think the biggest thing is, is removing the barriers. It's scalable intimacy. That's the big shift that's going on right now. And I love it. I love it. I'm not a tech girl. Everybody's different. Everybody has different strengths. Tech is not my strength. So for me, like I'm, I'm looking for the thing where I can just press go live and, and go interact with people and not have all these different things to manage. The, the shift that's happening right now is I think, what happened over the last 10 years is we developed all this new technology and this technology was meant to accelerate and enhance what we were doing. But this technology really got abused to the point where we swung the pendulum all the way to the other side of now it's not technology enhancing what we're doing, it's technology replacing everything. And that's why if you look at a lot of the commercials over the last two to three years of a lot of major brands around the globe, their, their whole messaging changed. Five years ago, they were bragging in all their commercials about the new tech, the automation, the this, the that, the blah, blah, blah. Now, if you look at those commercials, they're all talking about how you're going to get a real human on the phone, how you're going to get a real person on the other line. You know, they're even making jokes about it. Now, there's a big why behind that because we took it too far. People didn't like it. They don't like being transferred around 18 times in an automated server that can't understand them. Yes. Okay. So, so there's a huge shift back that's happening now. And I don't think it's technology versus human connection. I think it's technology to enhance human connection. I think they go together. Thank you so much, Kelly, for sharing your stories and insight with us today. Here are some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, the live launch focuses on cultivating human connection. Doing it live allows us to interact with our audience and make personal connections. Number two, live launches should focus on our core methodology, the things we specialize in that no one else does. Number three, utilizing the first law of motion is a great way to run launches because people will naturally want to take the next step. Number four, we can decide the value of our time and how much we're going to get from our experiences. Number five, we can accomplish so much more when we stop focusing on competition and start focusing more on collaboration. 
If you want to learn more about Kelly or connect with her, you can find her on LinkedIn or visit her website at unstoppableentrepreneur.com. And there's links to both of those sites in the blog post for this episode at monetizationnation.com. Do you want to be a better digital monetizer? Then please follow these channels to receive free digital monetization content. Number one, you can subscribe to the free Monetization e-magazine and get a free passion marketing ebook at monetizationnation.com. Number two, you can subscribe to the Monetization Nation podcast and YouTube channel. And third, please follow Monetization Nation on Instagram and Twitter. What's your best product launch strategy? Please join our private Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your insights with other digital monetizers. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success in your next product launch. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.